in the studio. Welcome back, guys. Woo! We've got... What a week. Yeah, what a fucking week it was. Actually, double week, I guess. But we'll get into that in a little bit. I've got joining me CEO's back in the house. Oh, he's back, baby. JB, he's back. We've moved the uh, tables around a little bit to... Make it a li- bit more interactive between I must between the guests because the boys want me over this side of the room. But I'll tell you what, I, I said to you, Harley, last week, I think it was, I didn't join the episode, but I reckon it was the best episode you boys have done. So no pressure this week. No pressure at all. Can well, that's just, what we've been saying about every episode, haven't That's we? the hype I need after <laughs> we lost to Arsenal. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, you, you, you can hear Andy over here, the huge. How have you been, mate? Yeah, good. Good. Well, uh, I mean, you would have been all right before the Arsenal game, but to be honest, very happy after match day twenty-two, but not so much twenty-three. You were due. I was. Due. You were due for a loss. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've had a good run. You can't be too, too shabby. Still, top of the table. still sitting top, so yeah, I can't <laughs> complain too much there. <laughs> that reminds me of that Collingwood bloke that's like, "We're still top." <laughs> after we lost like three, we're still top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, so. After a big weekend of two two match weeks, uh, before we jump into those ones, there's a few uh, interesting points I think we need to cover this afternoon. So, recording on what's the day today? Tuesday the eighth or something? Sixth match. Tuesday the sixth. sixth jumping ahead of Back to yeah. the future. Anyway, uh, after after the results of the weekend, obviously the Premier League. Running is heating up. We haven't had a title race like this for a while. Um, we've had like two horse races. We've had probably got Man three. City. We've had Man City winning it every year, but even then, you still can't rule out Aston Villa, who are only five points off the yep. top. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so obviously, that race there that for the top is probably three, maybe three and a half horse race, and then you've also got the race to the top five or top six, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's all getting very, very tight up there with. Um, a few teams sort of, you know, slipping and a few teams gripping, I guess you could say. So how about just before we jump into everything, how about you give us what you think the top six is going to look like come into the season? I'll go to you, Andy. I reckon you've got, you're all over this. You've got the uh, the current table if you want to look back at it. I reckon we're looking at in in order or are we just doing our top yeah, six? Yeah, in order, in order. In order. I still think we're going to take it out. Oh, wowie. Bit, bit of form drop this week, but I think that's been a good boost to the cockiness that we've had. So I reckon it's going to be Liverpool, Arsenal. Ooh, <laughs> what a start. That's, that's a fucking big call. <laughs> Liverpool, Arsenal, City. Right. We're going to see probably Smur- Spurs. Smurs. Spurs sneak up into fourth. Smurs. <laughs> um, United into fifth and Villa into sixth. I reckon that's that's how we're going to look end of the season. I like it. I like it. What you, do you got, you bro? You go next, Harley. You oh, go next. All right, all right. I'm still prepping mine. Now, do you want my my genuine thoughts or my biased thoughts? <laughs> genuine. I'll give genuine first. All right. Uh, I've got City taking it out. They've they've Rat. got the uh, they've got the proof in the pudding. So no face though. Look, I would enjoy even as a United supporter. I hate Liverpool, but I would enjoy seeing that. Being very close, yeah. and if Liverpool win it, to be honest, I'd rather Liverpool win it than City win it. What is it, four times in a row? Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I can't go past City, especially that it's in their hands already. So, you know, if they do nothing wrong from now, you guys can't win it. So, at the end of the day, they're in the prime spot. Uh, I've got 
Liverpool coming second, which would be very close, I think, between Liverpool and Arsenal. That could go either way. Mm. Uh, obviously, de- probably depending on the head-to-head, I reckon, Anfield. If, yep. if they can snatch a point there or something. Don't celebrate too hard. Yeah. So, uh, fourth, I'm going to take Spurs. If you're talking about me being biased, I'm going to take Man United, but I think Spurs will snatch that spot. I think United will slot in at fifth and catch Aston Villa. You might be changing that result at the end of this weekend because we do play Villa for the final time. If we can take points from them, then I think that's... Yep. And then Villa coming in at six. So that's mine. Well, I hate to be that guy, but I've pretty much got the exact same list as you, to be honest. I think I think City wins it, and I think now they're really starting to find their straps. We'll get into our reviews, but Phil Foden's kicking a hat-trick like that today. I think they're in fine form with Haaland not too far back off when he will return to his absolute peak. So I think City wins it. I hate to say it too, Jesus. Um, yeah, I, f- I felt the hate in that. Or, <laughs> I didn't say it with. I said it with confidence, but I didn't. I didn't like saying yeah. it. Um, so City win it. We come second. I've got Arsenal and Tottenham battling it out for third. I think that'll be a lot closer than what people think. Then I've got United in fifth and Villa in sixth. Which I think, to be honest, I think the top three should remain where they are. I think we all. I agree. I think we all think the top three should be interchangeable, and then the next three are probably interchangeable as well. I think if you look at it, the top three have been the most consistent in their performances. Where you've seen Villa slip up, you've seen United Tottenham slip up. So you don't really know what you're going to get from week to week. And then you go to the next bracket from there: your West Ham, Brighton, Newcastle. Wolves are in 10th, which is surprising as There's well. There's no chance I'm going to give you any sort of prediction for that because they <laughs> that, could completely revert the that's opposite the way of every week. That's why I'm saying for yeah. them from there, that's they're changing, but every just, week you, it changes. you don't know who they're going to beat. They mm-hmm. could go and beat an Arsenal or an Aston Villa, or you do but then know, they could lose to a Luton. You just don't know. All you do know is that Chelsea are going to stay 11th. Yeah. That's the only Are thing. they? I was about. I was just thinking in my head. Well, they might slide. What are the maybe. chances of Palace sneaking, you know, seven, eight points for the rest of the season and jumping above them? Well, it's not it's not out of the world, yeah. uh, out of this world. So, <laughs> anyway, we'll jump off that one. Did you guys see the uh, the celebration by Martin Odegaard at the end of the game, where he had the uh, he took the camera off the cameraman and was taking pictures of the celebrating Arsenal fans in the background. Like he just won the league. Yeah, a little bit. But see Arteta? He's just bad. Oh, yeah, but that's Arteta. That's just just what he's like. To be fair, Klopp does stuff like that. Yes, he does. He does. So... But to, to steal Klopp's trademark in the punching to the crowd, did you say that yeah. one? The, yes. No, I didn't. No, yes. I didn't. yes. Yeah. I'll cover it afterwards. Yeah. Would you call it? Would you just call it shithousery or would you call it a little bit of a smart-ass type behaviour? Very smart-ass because yeah, Arteta's been like that yeah. since day dot with Klopp. Doesn't, speak- doesn't like his opinions, doesn't like how he yeah. goes about the media, blah, blah, blah. So it's uh, interesting to see him. Yeah, throw a little bit of mm. shit in that fan. <laughs> but speaking of what while we're on the smart arsery, mm. did you see the uh who was it? Garnacho, Manu and Hoyland sitting up on, on I the did thing. actually. I liked that. I, I rate the picture that come from it, but I like that uh, it sort of went over a lot of people's heads. That's exactly uh when we went to um West Ham United and lost two nil. Mm. That's what Kudus and the other bloke 
set up on it. Uh, like that, and they had that big like that was the big thing uh, of the game. So go. as soon as we went two 0 up, that was yeah. It, it, I like the little slide dig. It's on that funny one. to see United doing that shit when their form is so inconsistent. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's just yep. like oh yeah, we'll throw this. Like yep. they they practice more of their celebrations than actually winning a game. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it sometimes. But uh, yeah, so Carragher obviously obviously you've heard about it, Carragher criticised that and sort of said, oh, just get down the tunnel. I don't know if I agree with it. If you're allowed to celebrate a game, especially a game that is a very big, you know, that's an that important caliber, game. Yeah. That's it's not just them. loss for the season. So yeah. saying the fact, get down the tunnel, like you're allowed to enjoy a win. You've just played for 90 minutes and, of course, you've waited a whole week or three days now in the Premier League <laughs> for a win. So I think more than in their rights to celebrate it, but, yes, it is only just a game at the start of February. Mm-hmm. So, and the yeah. thing was that Gary Neville was on top of that as well. It wasn't as if it was just Carragher looking like sour grapes. And I think the old people with the the saying is, you know, you haven't won anything yet. You got to have some sort of celebrations along the way, whether or not it's too far or not. It's up to everyone's opinion, I guess. Mm. And speaking of shit, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about shit. Speaking of shit, how about the Chelsea fans? Singing, love it. Singing to their own, fucking love it <laughs> in their own stadium that we're shit. After the, uh, I think it was the Wolves fans were singing your shit to them. Mm-hmm. They were chanting your shit, and then they just come back and went, "Well, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to argue <laughs> we're that shit." We're not gonna, and they were singing about it. Rab- uh, Roman, uh, Roman Abramovich, get it out, man. yeah, a bit of a tongue twister that one. But <laughs> they were singing, singing for him as well, which I understand because it was like the golden era of Chelsea, and it's. It's gone the opposite way. A question I have for you boys is can you see the criticism ever ever fading unless they start succeeding after spending that, you know, so much money in the past couple of seasons? Uh, it, I take the point back to sort of Everton. Uh, when Everton were a big six club, I'm not saying were. that Chelsea won't get back were. up there. <laughs> I'm not saying that Chelsea won't get back up there, but there were stages where they were sort of fluctuating between that six and ten like we were speaking about earlier. Then the drop-off happens and then you go, Right, it'd be sort of good to see Everton get back up there. If Chelsea sort of continue on this path for another one or two seasons, the the criticism will go and it will just become the social norm for what Chelsea are. So for now, they're still a big six club, so they need to improve so the criticism should stay. I, I agree 100%. If they've spent too much money, they're known as one of the big clubs in the world, the criticism is going to come and it needs to keep coming because... You know, I love seeing Villa up there, but should Villa actually be up there? I'll tell you what, if 39-year-old Thiago Silva wasn't there, they would be in stress. <laughs> we'll if get... Big Bunda wasn't yeah, carrying that front line, mate. Yeah, it was this big dump truck out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think I agree with CEO here. Um, if they're like this for another couple of seasons, they're going to be the Everton, the mid-table team. Nothing exciting. They're going to have to get a new coach in that's working wonders. They're gonna Do you think to... they'll come back, though? No. Nah. Oh, no, of course they will. Of course they will. It's think, Chelsea. Money will? makes a big difference. hundred percent. You Once, can eventually, when you're throwing money at the wall, eventually some will stick. Yeah. You've seen it with Juventus when they went to shit as 100%. well. 100%. Yeah. That's eventually fair. it'll turn. But the, the time period, you know, that's that's up in the air. You look at United. United's had plenty of money to throw against the mm. wall since Sir Alex left. It's taken a long time. I think you, you're starting to see a little bit of an improvement over the last couple of years with dips and troughs in between. But, yeah, you, you, just because you've got the money doesn't necessarily mean that you're, it's going to succeed. You've got to have the, 
the structure behind it as well. Just it, before I read it, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 I was just going to say it's genuinely fucking awesome to see wolves sitting above Chelsea on a table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's unreal. And one, one more thing before we jump into match day 22. Uh, I was actually lucky enough or unlucky enough, which way, whichever way you want to put it. I was awake, couldn't sleep, and managed to actually catch the entire Luton versus Newcastle game up in Newcastle. Brilliant. And that was probably the best. Uh, the best game this season that you would have been able to watch in terms of a, a neutral. Uh, but I just wanted to really give some props to Ross Barkley and the seasons he's the season he's having. Uh, that's the first game I've been able to watch his entire see uh, like entire game and see what he does for the entire game. Seen him enough to know he's had a big impact there, but that game really just sort of solidified what I was thinking of him uh, and just. I think he's he's in the conversation for being in that team of the season in, in one of those midfield spots. I know it's very competitive, but it's I think you'd have an argument. Cool. You'd have an argument for him if, if, he, if he continues in the way he's going. I think I said it a couple of weeks ago. I've been big on him for a while. The only thing that will cost him is their spot on the ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, of you're going to look at other teams. Of course, like fair. But he's getting that license now to hold the car, hold the keys to the car, and say basically, hey, you run the midfield here. You play off your tempo and the way we're playing, which is good to see. I'll read out match twenty, match day twenty two now. But before I do that, there is another two leagues. I know we're a Premier League podcast, but there's another two leagues which are very interesting for their tie races. You got Bayern Leverkusen and Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. who are two points difference, and they Harry play, Kane curse, and they play, yeah exactly. <laughs> Shout out to the SE socials. <laughs> so they actually play each other this week, which will be interesting. And then you've got Girona and Real Madrid, who are two points, and mm-hmm. they play each other this week as well. So. You don't want to be watching the Premier League. You want to try something different. Both of those games will be on this week. But well, I think Leverkusen haven't lost a game, have they? I think they've they're absolutely clean the entire season. They've only drawn so zero losses. That's yeah, correct. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alonso's doing a doing a madness as, they, as Rio Ferdinand to call it. He's doing a madness over there. So <laughs> we love it. All right, let's get into match week twenty two. We'll start with Nottingham Forest versus Arsenal. Arsenal won that two one. Fulham, nil all with Everton. Probably the most boring game out of the 40 games we're going to be speaking about. <laughs> uh, Villa, Newcastle. Newcastle won that 3-1, and I go, wow, Newcastle's actually going to be all right here. I was wrong. Moving on to Luton <laughs> versus Brighton. Ross Barkley, again, your man. 4-0 in that win, which was great to see. Crystal Palace win 3-2 over Sheffield United, which actually wasn't a bad game. I watched the highlights for that. Man City versus Burnley, 3-1, as you would expect. Tottenham 3-2 over Brentford, which is a great game as well. West Ham versus Bournemouth, one all, probably deserving both sides. Can be boring at stages. Liverpool absolutely dismantled Chelsea, and I thought, here we go. We're never mm-hmm. going to lose a game again. Mm-hmm. We'll get to match week 23 in a minute. But the last <laughs> game of this round, United versus the Wolves, which I would have said was game of the season up until this point. It was a ripper game, yeah. honestly. And it probably still might be. But still got an argument for it. I'll tell you right now, that was a cracking game. Yeah, very yeah. very exciting kind of two round week. Yeah, definitely. One uh, of the best the Prem's looked. We've said it a couple of times this year, and I tell you what, a big factor in this is VAR hasn't played a big factor in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. It's been a little bit of a change in that. A little bit better. Andy spoken about it in the podcast previously, which I loved. How teams when they kick a goal, they don't even really celebrate because they're waiting for that official. Mm. Yep. I feel like the celebrations <laughs> of goals that are a little bit back. 
We spoke about the celebration just before, sitting up there on the bench, Arteta running around like he's doing a marathon, like a dickhead. But <laughs> the Premier League is back. It's back. I agree. Uh, 100%. I love it. It's it, absolutely It's back. what made the Prem so exciting is the passion, the joy, the the thrill. The unpredictability. 100%. Seeing Luton Town. smash three past fucking United. Luton, Luton Town come up on four up on Brighton. Like, Newcastle going to undefeated Villa at home for a year and going and putting three past them. <laughs> it yeah. lifts the morale too. It's such a game changer. It makes it a lot better for the neutral. 100%. Yeah. It's good to watch. I, I'm so, loving it. The last two, two match days have been fucking brilliant to watch. So. Really good. I mean, we've got a few. We've had a few uh, hat tricks actually mm-hmm. across a couple of weekends. One was at a bio from Luton Town. Mm-hmm. That game, they just uh, like lost it. Oh, that game, they looked like prime buddy Galacticos. <laughs> <laughs> and Adebayo, I've actually started paying a bit of attention to that Adebayo. He looks really, really good. Like he's strong, can hold the ball up, but then if he wants to turn, he can turn and go and dribble. And can finish at the same time. So he's just about everything that you'd want from a centre forward, especially as a lower team. The narrative's changed around Luton too. At the start of the season, we're all joking, saying, oh, we'd love to see him win a couple of games. Hey, gonna... I was backing him off you the were... bat. I fucking love him. <laughs> I wasn't anywhere near him, to be honest. Um, I thought Ross Barkley was done as one of them. I thought Townsend going across. Was it Townsend's at Luton? Yep. Yeah. I thought he was going to struggle as well, even though he's been coming off the bench quite a bit. But Luton starting to impress me a little bit. They it, might escape relegation. It's very interesting to see Everton's dropped down and Luton's actually popped up. Yeah, you so imagine it. If they get more mate, points taken off them, you would be putting the house on fuck, Luton. Yeah, imagine how good, even though it would be Everton going down, which I think would be a shame if they get like 16 points taken off them. Mm. That would be absolutely enormous for Luton Town mm-hmm. to stay up. To be honest, I'm probably going to stick to Sheffield, Burnley, Forest to get put down. The way it's running at the moment, Forest just seem to be a bit a bit in shambles. Agreed. Well, they um, they may be losing points as well. Exactly. So. so it could be very much on for Luton to stay up. And fuck, I hope they do. Pardon the French. I'm swearing a lot <laughs> recently, but I love it. I did, hope they stay up. Did you guys see any... Uh, what game was it? The Sheffield United versus Palace game where that McAtee just loves scoring mm. like crackers that from was a, outside of the that box. Was a bang. I, was, I have that in my notes. That was a freaking brilliant goal. Mind you, Eze and Elise took the uh, mm. took the spotlight off him, unfortunately, uh, which was funny because I just said Eze and Elise are absolute class and then now they're both injured. So <laughs> Palace are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Palace are fucked. But... Um, any other real important ones from that game, obviously, uh, from that week? Obviously, I think Aston Villa and Newcastle was a big result. I think the biggest name going around that we haven't mentioned so far is Richarlison. He's He's, been he's on fire. He <laughs> is being big. And he's he's making those finishes, which Darwin Nunes has sort of been missing. And you know how he, the jokes were made about Richarlison? Oh, yeah. He's putting ones in now, like headers that are just... Immaculate. I've been watch. calling him R9 for a while now and it's starting to sink in. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> yeah, it's, all, it's all on you. Absolutely. Did you did you see Mope with the the dart celebration nah, against Tottenham? Yeah, it took the that. took the piss out of um Madison and then yeah, they went on and lost. So he, he, he <laughs> did the he did the dart celebration with the first goal of the game. It was like fifteen minutes in. And, and the commentator's like, Oh, you want to be backing that up fifteen minutes in. <laughs> Not a ninetieth minute winner. Fucking Neil Mope, what a, what a dickhead. But, but not really much else to 
to talk about from that. Like, obviously, the Wolves-United game, cracker. Yeah, actually, I think that deserves a little bit of a, yeah. a chat. Um, that's probably the result of that that match day, definitely. It was like, I cannot believe United are going to bottle this. <laughs> that's what it elite. felt like. The amount of, my phone was like. blowing up with people going, don't say it, don't say it. But the finish at the end by Kobe, it was so calm in the box around considering the defending wasn't great. I felt like they were ball watching a little bit. But the presence for an 18-year-old to be that calm and just slot it. The fact that he right sat the there, put it through one's legs and just went, all right, I'll pick this back up. And then moseyed on through and then fainted one way, sent this defender that way, cuts in and just dinks it around and then doesn't even get excited. He just, just goes, yep, yeah, right. yeah. that's me, mate. Keep Welcome watching. to the Premier League. Uh, big call on that kid, but he'll be playing for England in about two years' time in the midfield with Bellingham and Declan Rice. Just you heard it, yeah. that in my notes. Declan Rice? Yeah, number six. Mainu, number eight. Maybe for the under Isn't 20 Rice, is, number yeah. 10. Isn't Rice like 26? 600? 26. Who's the other one that's yeah. like in his 30s? Uh, what, Hando? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, did you see the game of Southgate went across to Ajax to watch his first performance? Oh, my God. Southgate, jog on. He wants, he wants to put, he's like, any excuse I can get him in, I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he must have that shocking. He must have nudes. We love it. <laughs> All right. We'll move on to match day 23 next. Yes, we will. And we started off with Everton versus Tottenham. 2-2 that, that game ended. Uh, then we moved into, I believe it was, uh, we went left to right, don't we? Yes. Brighton versus Crystal Palace. Brighton put four past Palace there at home. Crystal Palace with the one goal. Then probably the game of the round, Newcastle versus Luton Town. 4-4. That one ended at Newcastle. Burnley versus Fulham also ended in a draw, two all. Uh, Sheffield United took the piss um, and and let five past them at home. <laughs> <laughs> Man United actually had the cruisiest game of the year this year for them, three uh, nil versus West Ham. Chelsea shambolic versus Wolves, two four at home. Bournemouth to see it. Bournemouth with a red card on Jack Billing. Uh, managed to grind out a draw 1-1. Arsenal versus Liverpool uh, played, I think they were the only team on the pitch for the first half. and then It should have been 5-0 five, five <laughs> in the first half, not three, a lie. Ended 3-1 and, and a red card for Liverpool. Which and I want to talk about because I'm human. <laughs> and the, the weekend ended on Brentford versus Manchester City. Brentford got an early goal, but City just sort of... Brentford. Click through the gears after that. Mm-hmm. Brentford won Foden three was the scoreline <laughs> for that game. Well, hang on. If you're talking about that, Chelsea two, Mateus Cunha three as well. <laughs> <laughs> well lots of hat tricks. We just we spoke about it briefly before. Yep. Um, yep. Three across the double week. That's unreal. Love to see it. It's great. CEO was saying before we uh, started recording that this is the highest amount of goals ever in a match week. Yeah, since the inception. Yeah, since the inception of 20 teams, 45 goals for the weekend, which is incredible. That's fucking huge. I think the big one, obviously, was Newcastle-Luton, which we can contemplate whether that's game of the season in comparison with United 4-3. Around it. There's only, a few like that. Too. Only two days prior to mm, that. There's a few games like that. Chelsea versus, was it Liverpool 4-4? Was it Chelsea-Liverpool or was it Chelsea? Yeah, what? it was 4-4. It was a 4 4 or something like Chelsea, someone in the year earlier in the year. Yeah. Anyway, I can't remember. There's been a fair few of those <laughs> results where it's been like absolute cracking games, but continue. 
My question for you two is obviously Villa played against Tatura in that game. Sheffield <laughs> United. Mate, I reckon the Ibises definitely would the have. Ibises. The Ibises would have conceded less goals than that, that's for sure. But my question stems that Watkins now has 10 goals, 10 assists for the season. Top five for both assists and goals. Is he a start-up for England touching on that? Or will Henderson play up front for them as well? <laughs> if but, but, Oh, he, he's he's never going to start in front of Harry Kane. That's the thing. Can they play together? No, I don't think so with the way that that Southgate the sets up. Yeah. Because they're not going to play like old school 4-4-2. You're going to have Bellingham as well. Mm. Uh, Jeez, England. England's looking, looking fucking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really stacked. Man, I can't wait for him to bottle it as well. You know, they're, honestly, they're even looking more stacked if you look at them in two years' time, like once the young players come through, like your Saka comes to 25 years old. I don't um, think he gets a game. I know I know that's outrageous. After his performance on the weekend, he'd be getting a game. Yeah. Like but he that, but that's lost the, us. But... That's the thing. He needs to draw on those performances more often. And I know that uh, Arsenal are sitting in third at the moment. But I think in comparison to those other England players that we were speaking about, Foden, when he's on, he's on. Bellingham, Kane. Watkins, Ivan Tony, if he can find some form. Yeah. We haven't even probably named half of the it's players. A, it's yet. a tough gig for Gareth Southgate to pick pick a team, but that's why I don't like people saying, oh, Southgate's our most successful manager either because he's got by far the most talented squad that England's ever had. His entire still can't t- win anything. And still hasn't won anything. Like That's the big thing. He would have to win the World Cup for for someone to be able to convince me that it was him. Hey, take know. out the Euros at least. At like. least. Has to because it's just that squad, if that squad doesn't win some sort of title, you could. that's the biggest injustice in fucking football history. The amount of attacking players that the English have at the moment, you could field 10 attackers and probably still win a game. <laughs> yeah. They love to score. They love to run. They're just just com- try it, mate. You're still picking Hendo after... <laughs> Question All the actually, shambolic games he's had. Question that I was thinking about the other day because I was trying to sort of work out in my head who in in because I was talking about that sort of midfield trio in a couple of years' time where I think it'll be. Who would you think is the successor for Jordan Pickford in goals? Because I was looking at you got Dean Henderson, no. who's like, yeah, you've got oh, no, he's, the young no he's young, but he's yeah, he's not that great. Good, yeah, you've got. What uh, Sam Johnston, who's not that good. What Nick Pope, maybe Pope would be your next one in. Hundred percent. Pope was better last season, but mm. to be fair, so was his um, defense four in front of him. Because mm. you've got Ramsdale, he's not. Yeah, I reckon he'd probably have a shout. He'd probably have a shout. Uh, yeah, you'd you'd be looking. He's at, younger. Y- your top three English keepers at the moment would be Pickford, Ramsdale, and Pope. Yeah. That's who you'd be picking for. Actually, now that you say Ramsdale, I'd probably, I'd probably have my money on Ramsdale. Pick, it's obviously still Pickford for now, leading the clean mm. sheets in the Premier League. Is he? Which is Woo. just incredible yeah, considering right. where they're at, which we'd love to see. Mind you, we've got a little bit off track, I think. We, we have. We, we haven't have. spoken about any of the games from Match Day 23. <laughs> well, yeah. there is one thing that I wanted to bring up from the Match Day and it was something I thought I could implement to the show. thought I'd keep it as a little bit of a surprise, but it's – the moment of the round that has gone unnoticed. Because I feel like there's a lot of moments that we sort of, you know, we glide over and go, that was a big moment. That was a big moment. What was something that 
probably doesn't spark the attention. And Harley's going to like this one, unfortunately. But Hoyland's goal for me is very underrated for the way that he kicked that goal. The turn, mm. he goes left and then he goes right again just to fix it up. Full the, and he's a left footer too. Full the two defenders and then just put it nicely into that corner and it really set the tone for the rest of the game. He is going to be a serious player. And he start, that, those type of goals are the ones where you go, right, he's got something. You, we've said it for a while, but that's just like, okay, now he's, the proof's in the pudding. Yeah, I think he's finally found his feet a little bit and it's starting to click. And you can see he's getting more confident, whereas the, the finishes that he was missing or, or fluffing earlier in the season, he's now sort of like you can tell striking is a confidence game. It's so heavily based in how how confident the player is because, you know, if, you, if you're second-guessing, then – the chance is gone. So I agree with that. And I think it was a very good um, a very good moment in that game to sort of break the deadlock. Uh, the longer it goes nil-nil against a team that will sit back at you, you know, it starts to get a bit shaky. So um, That's what United's been missing, though, because I don't think Rashford is that guy where you look at and go, he's going to carry us across the line and get us a win today. Not anymore. Definitely no, not, not this maybe, season. Maybe a season too. Martial, same. No, he's, he's gone. He's gone. A lot of these players, but Hoyland, you just go, oh, he's not there yet, but he could be up. I agree. I'm trying to think think about a, a moment um, that I can put my finger on. You could probably talk about Allison's moment, which is very, no. very rare. We can move. We can no, move he always does. Me. Once or twice a season, he has one of them. We've yeah, spoken about it before. And that's rare. It's, like, yeah. that's rare. it's such a shame that it's come at this point in the fucking season. You know, like... You'd rather Crucial. When, you'd rather when you're three 0 It was a stinker too. Yeah, it, it wasn't was just stink- <laughs> like you know Van Dyke's going to do something like that. He's always going to bump a man a bit and get. It. I don't know what he thought. What his thought process was there was but not yeah. Well, Van Dyke was just trying to wrestle for territory. And yeah. Get get around the ball on the right side. Um, I haven't seen Allison do a mistake like that since he it was might have been four or five nil when Liverpool played Roma and he was at Roma at this stage. And he let one through like that. And I was like, how are we signing this bloke? Turns out, <laughs> turns out he's the best keeper in the world. Yeah. But, uh, he ends up, yeah, doing it again, which was costly. But there was a few moments like that. There was She's... one that went through his legs as well. Yeah. Speaking of something that went under the radar, I think. Is that is that is Allison your under the radar? Because I'm going to probably no. call out Barkley. No. My under the radar is uh, Newcastle's fourth goal. It actually involves Barkley. He clear it, foul. He? Clear foul on, on Barkley, I thought. Uh, where he sort of the, the defender chops across him, doesn't get the ball, and just sort of barges him off the ball. And he just goes straight and equalise. And I just sat there and went, "Is that not getting? Is that not being looked at?" Or because I sat there dumbfounded, going, "I as soon as I saw, it, I went, oh, that's a foul.'" And it just kept playing. I went, "Oh, well, VAR will fix it up." Actually, and then lots of little moments like that over the last two match days. Lots of keepers getting bumped. Lots of wrestling their territory and no one's intervened or said anything. So it's funny you mentioned that. Mm. It's, I don't know. I, I didn't see the Barkley foul. I, You'd see I'd it. Bring if, it up. Yeah, and, if you bring it up and have a look at it's their last goal. It's like, I think, 70-something minutes in. But that was like Luton Town were up. So that's that's potentially three points at yeah. Newcastle for Luton crucial, Town. That's massive. Crucial, yeah. Massive, and they, I think they deserve to win that game, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, honestly, across the weekend, well, across that, that match day, there were, there were 
obviously a few good results. Um, but that Newcastle one and the um, the United versus Wolves one were definitely the the ones to take the chockies, I think. Did you go, see it? it goes without saying, I think, this one that I'm about to bring up. Burnley versus Fulham, which was two all in the end. Neither side has any star power. Mm. And I know that that's it's a little bit of an obvious statement, but like Fulham's had Mitrovic in the past. Burnley's had, what, is it Wood? Uh, yeah, they used to have Wood, but they haven't read. I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say Burnley's ever had any star power ever. That's what I mean. Like both of those, apart from Sean Dyche. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I reckon we talk about this every every episode. The fact that Fulham have no striker or any. Oh, they do net Jimenez, but he's not as good as he's not as good as Mitrovic. God no. So I I just think you're not going to be able to win those games that draw get you a draw when you don't think you deserve one, or get you the three points when it's neck and neck against a team that close in the ladder. So. I think you're bang on about Burnley. I think they're going down as well. I think uh, one point I want to touch on this week is touch on. Trippier's goal. Volley from the cross-in from, uh, I think it was Ymarez as well. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that was a volley and a half. Boy can play. He When he hits it, he hits it. Mm. Oh, that was a good finish. So probably my little, little moment of the match. Actually, we spoke mm-hmm. about uh, Mr. Fofana. Oh, we did. David scores a brace in yeah, his first Premier League game. Yeah, comes in and good on him. Gets the points. Good on him. Shares a yeah. Shares a little bit of the points. <laughs> couple nice finishes there. Rashalison with a couple of goals against his old club. He didn't respect to him because yeah. yeah, he didn't celebrate. Didn't at celebrate. All. He did the old uh, you know the yeah, old wave little. of the hands and as much as I hate the dips, the <laughs> pin dips uh, <laughs> over that way. Yeah, bit of respect to him. He's he's a couple of good finishes too. So. He's actually found a lot of form, and I'm sure every Everton supporter in that stand was like, "Why couldn't he finish like that when he was with us?" Mm. So, yeah, exactly. Like, mind you, it's taken more than a year for him to start finishing like that at Tottenham as well. So, um, any thoughts on on a name change? I've got. I thought it'd be a good proposal. Sheffield United. They change their name to Shambles United. <laughs> what do you so think? Far off, <laughs> what do you think? Because if can useless. <laughs> Yeah. I've never seen a team that I've been that disappointed in because usually you look at a team, even if they're lowly, and you go, I can see this. I can see they're doing this well. I look at Sheffield United and I can't see anything that impresses me. There should be alarm bells going off there. And, you know, I'm not even worried about this season because they're going to go down, right? They're a type of club when, when you get battered and bruised in the Premier League like they have this season – I don't see him coming back up in the championship next year. Mm-hmm. It's the type of thing where people just abandon ship and they they won't come back up for a while. It just has that feel to it. I don't. I, you can't guarantee that. You don't know who they're going to. I agree. Sign in the off season, but they're not a type of club that I can see bouncing straight back. Then up. also, if you if you look at say if Everton or Nottingham drop, mm-hmm. you'd so, sign seal and deliver those two coming straight back up. Everton, I would. Nottingham yep. Forest. I think Nottingham are, are, are well better than. Most of those, uh, they're just too inconsistent. Yeah, but Leicester coming back up next year is good for the Premier. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think so. It's because yeah, you got to think. Lot. Look at look at the boys in the the champions at the moment, the championship at the moment. They're going to contest Forest and Everton. Everton definitely shoe in to come back up. Forest, yeah, you couldn't put money on it. And so Sheffield, Sheffield will go down to League Two. <laughs> I, I agree with with Jack there. They're yeah. they're not coming up from the championship next year. Actually, you know what, Andy? Last week you mentioned to me about Calvin Phillips. 
being the reason that couple blinders. Jeez. You, you you said Calvin Phillips when you picked United uh, West Ham over United. You said yeah, but they've got Calvin Phillips in. Mate, shambles. <laughs> you see that one that he two gave ma- away? Two match days in, oh, in the same week and he gives them goals. Oh, Leeds, don't, Leeds don't even want him back in there. <laughs> they're, oh. they're rubbing their hands together. But, uh, yeah, that was a bit of a shocker. Well, let's just roll through. I reckon we're flying. Well, we've, we would have usually had a break, so there's no point taking no, another one. We're flying. We're flying. Let's get into match week 24 of 38. We're past the halfway point of this season. And Andy is going to read Andy, them. You out. may as well read them out, mate. Yeah, we've got uh, City versus Everton at City. Wolves versus Brentford. What? Hang on. What? Hang on. We're we going scores or no, rapid we fire? No, no. Yeah, we go scores. I'm a bit out of it this week. Fucking hell, Andy. Pull your head in, mate. Pull all, right, all right. All right. I'm, tell, I'm telling you this week. Back back at the Eddie had I'll, then. I'll put my money where your mouth is this week, please. I'm going to have a crack <laughs> at this. I'm, this is the third keg of the Christmas party. The boys are going to be blind at the Christmas party, I tell you. Wait, Christmas is already gone. We get Christmas in July, mate. Oh, okay, yeah. fair, yeah, nice, nice. Season runs over. Transfer season, yeah, exactly. Um, we'll go City, City, and Everton at the Etihad. What do we think? Three nil, Manchester City. I'll go. Th- That's the easiest scoreline you can ever pick at, yeah. at the Etihad. Is three nil. They score three in the first half and then just they, they just ice the game. Coast, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go four nil. I'm gonna go three one. I don't like Edison. <laughs> I don't like you. Great answer. Um, Wolves versus Brentford at the Molyneux. Wolves, 2-1. Good game. Very yeah, good that game. will be a good game, I think. Uh, I'm going to take Brentford 2-1 in an upset. I was going to write 3-1 to Wolves, but I thought I'd dial it down. I don't think they've got another Harley's going to put the British on socials this week because we're live on the podcast. We're putting it out here now, so he has to do it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, two Wolves for me. Um, going into Fulham versus Bournemouth. Make sure you write them down then, boys. At, full, at Fulham. Hand them over. Uh, for, I'm going to take Bournemouth with no confidence whatsoever because Eddie Howe's not there. Um, I'm going to take Bournemouth 1-0. Ooh. I... Bournemouth up at Craven Cottage. I concur. 1-0 Bournemouth. Yeah, man. It's going to be all I'm, over the socials. I'm keen to see how we go here. Are we going to clean slate it with 1-0 across the board to Bournemouth? Are I, Bournemouth going to take the points? The Cherries. Can they do it? I reckon Slanky's due. He had a bit of a shocking this week. So, yeah, I'm going to go 1-0 to Bournemouth too. And finally, he'll catch Harlan and then Harlan will kick five and then it'll be over again. <laughs> the top goal scorer. Uh, we've got Spurs versus Brighton at Spurs Stadium. Mm. Two all. That'll be a good game, I think. I'm going to go check out. Two all. You say 3-1 Tottenham. I'll go 2-1 Tottenham. <sighs> Luton versus Sheffield at Luton. 12-0 Luton. Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ross Barkley's seven assists. I'm going to take 2-0. Two 2-0 nil. Two nil Luton. Um, I'm going to go 1-0 Luton. I don't think it'll be as juicy as we think. I'm going to be the bearer of bad news here, but I think it's 1-0. <gasps> How dare you? Yeah, 1-0. I, I think it. I love it. Barkley's going to be a bit sad after this. This could be Luton Town clawing themselves out of the bottom three, mate. Mm. Uh, Liverpool, Burnley at Anfield. This, this screams a 3-1. 
<laughs> Absolutely, Liverpool should bounce back this week. You imagine it. If, if After you imagine the meltdown, oh. we're gonna we're gonna get a Gerard slip again. I'm gonna say one one. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine the meltdown. After Klopp's oh. little meltdown at yeah. the press conference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping it's a three nil, but God, who knows? <laughs> when Burn, do you have Burnley scoring goals? So when do you have Salah back? I don't think they've given weeks. an update yet. No, nah, he'd be. Weeks away, yeah. yeah okay. they're, they're not going to risk him for the back half of the season. So, uh, Forest versus Newcastle at Forest. I'm going to kick this off with a riveting nil all. Mm. It hasn't been many nil alls this year, actually. I'm going to one nil to Newcastle. I'm going to take three two Newcastle. <laughs> you on the other end of the spectrum. Love yeah, it. Mate. I love it. Uh, West Ham versus Arsenal at Declan West Rice Ham. Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Uh, I'm hoping, for the love of God, that David Moyes puts something in those drink bottles and West Ham come out and pump them 2-0. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's my shout. 2-0. Jeez, that be big, wouldn't it, after the celebrations? Oh, I just want to put Arteta into the ground, mate. I'm going to take Arsenal 3-1. I'm going to go Arsenal 2-1. Villa versus United at Villa. Big game. Now, this will be a very big game. Big this game. Is a, this, this is a top six fight. Yeah, I, I think if who, whoever wins this will be the more likely to snatch that fourth spot. It, te- it sets the time for the or rest the of the season. Spot. Yeah, this is yeah, big this game. is the danger. Because if we, if, if United snatch points at home off Villa, then there's nothing in anymore. Then there's it's those three all all together. Right near each other. Whereas if Villa win that, they they put space between, and then there's no real way for United to catch up, other than other results which are out of their control. So, and that's why it'll be one all. Real realistically, if West Ham actually get up, and United get up, very this throws a fucking spanner in the works. Yeah, because that puts everyone within five points of that top four. To be honest, that's huge. With the way that we play, we play much better against teams that will have a big high line against us and leave space over the back for Hoyland, Rashford, Garnacho. So given that they do play like that, I'm going to say that we snatch this by goal 2-1. Yeah, I agree. Probably 2-1 there. One all for me. Uh, And the most riveting game of the round, Palace versus Chelsea at Palace. I hope Palace pump them. (laughs) Can't see it happening. One nil Palace. They both suck. They both fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> Two nil Chelsea. No real confidence in I'm it. I'm gonna take one one. One one draw. Mm, that wraps up match day twenty four. Collect those uh it's, those uh, predictions, boys. Now Can you that- write your name on. It's going to show. Little, it's going to show a little bit of pressure once now that these are on the socials, boys. There's none of this. Oh yeah, five nil. Uh, <laughs> yeah, serious? Because yeah, serious. Because I've seen it firsthand. People hate you on social media. So <laughs> we'll see how this turns out. But the... actually, there's one one thing that I didn't even bring up was: Did you see the penalty in the United versus Wolves game mm, on Neto for Neto? Yeah. Yeah. Look, if we're going hey, to talk about that, hey, we're talking hey, about Canate hey, second hey, yellow. Hey, <laughs> he's he's just tickled a bit of paper. Oh my and lord! Like that's a... the softest penalty that I've Is seen it? in a long while. And the fact that the night before you guys played, who was it? Chelsea. Was it Chelsea? 
and Van Dyke kicked in Kunku in the back of the foot, in the back of the ankle, and I went, that's a penalty. And then they go and pay this one, and you just sit there going, where's it going to come to? It's got to come to a front, like a a point at some time, where they've got to change how the VAR can intervene. I agree. Like Canate's second yellow was Then you go to the other end of the sale, and did you see Gusto's... He slide tackle to get a re- to give the penalty away. Oh, yeah. You can't be given that. You cut <laughs> half the bloke's leg off. Oh, no. What an idiot. The game was right in the oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chelsea defender. Yeah, comes yeah, yeah. straight in. The game's right. It was in three the- one, wasn't it? I was watching that with Maddie. Maddie does not watch sport for the life of her. She's like, just what's this fucking dickhead doing? <laughs> just I was absolutely like, yeah. happy. <laughs> Yeah, that was. I could, uh, when I seen that, I was like, the game's in the balance, two one. You go and give that away, and then Thiago Silva hits a header at the end. It's too late. Ridiculous. Months. Absolute shambles. Classic Chelsea. The, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> from the VAR. You know what? I've enjoyed this. I've enjoyed Very this good, week. Eh? This Very double good. double week of results as well, obviously, because Man United won twice, so yeah. can't complain. We scored seven. Oh, what? Wait, eight goals. Seven goals. Seven goals in two games. Mm. I think it was. I heard some stats saying we've we'd scored two goals in our previous five. So our last five games, outside of that, the five before that, we scored two goals, and the last goal five we've scored thirteen goals. Maybe ten halves <laughs> in the goal differential. Yeah, you oh, go, we oh fuck, we need to actually start scoring some goals. We're still not even positive. <laughs> you see us in the top six. Every other team's like plus fifteen, plus twenty, and we're minus one. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, Fraud anyway. Award. Yeah. Uh, love it. All right, let's wrap it up, boys. Let's uh, end it on a high. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, this is goodbye from me, Harley, the the host here. Uru. Arrivederci. <laughs> Gamble responsibly. Oh, no, nah, buona notte. I'll, start, I'll uh, just to uh, oh, just we go, go off good on a little night. tangent. Good yeah, night. If I was a commentator or and buona notte scored every time, like, and he said good night, <laughs> I'd be screaming that every time. Hey, yeah. absolute oh, classic. Mate. I can believe it. Be finish at those yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, barini with the old fucking. I love it. <laughs> nap, mate. A little nap. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, guys. Make sure you follow us on uh, what do we got? Instagram. I don't think we have all the Facebooks yet, up yet, but we TikTok. will. We've got TikTok there. So sports underscore confidential. Yeah, Maybe. that's the main one. And we've also got a from the spot. Yeah, from now. the sport. Uh, from the spot from underscore sport. SC from the sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us everywhere. Make sure you tell us how wrong we are with our predictions as well, because obviously Andy's not going to get any of them right. And I mean, Neither am I. Probably get I, less come, right. I come here for a laugh every week, not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you next week. Gamble responsibly.